Hi, this is May. And I'm Joy. Welcome to the QWERTY Writing Life Podcast, where we have candid chats about our creative lives. May and I are friends, writers, and creatives who want to share our endeavors out loud. On this podcast, we're here to encourage each other, and you too, and share tools we've discovered or made up, so you can follow your passions with a little support. So grab your tea, or your coffee, and let's get started. Welcome to episode 51, and today is our workshop episode. So we're super excited. I am very excited. May's going to have me working. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to be teaching. This is so much fun for me, too. And I actually did the exercises before I'm giving them to you. So I know that they are, you know, they're going to be spark worthy and that you're going to get some good stuff out of it. But if you don't, it's the teacher, it's not the student. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> be so much fun. Well, before we go into the workshop part of the episode, let's talk about our creative weeks. So Joy, what did you do? Okay, so this past week, I had planned to write a short story for my blog. This is something that I try to do every month. And I follow blog battlers, um, which if you are a blogger, or you just like to write and have writing prompts, this is a great little site to follow blog battlers. And I'll put the the link in the show notes, but every month they put out a word and it's just a simple word and that's your prompt and you have to write under a thousand words to go along with that. And so <clears throat> this month's word was brooch. And at first I really couldn't think, okay, how in the world am I going to use this? Um, then I actually started thinking about it and I got really excited. And the good news is it was very inspirational. The bad news is I didn't have a short story to share because it turns out that this is going to be a pivotal part to my fantasy series. Uh, there will be a special brooch, maybe, but I couldn't write any of it to share because if I do end up using this, it's going to be major spoilers. So I couldn't share it. <laughs> so when you first saw the prompt, were you like, yeah, I get to think about this thing? Or were you kind of like, broach? Like, were you cynical about it? <laughs> the second one, I was like, well, so I always write in my world, like either either specifically about Elspeth or in a realm that kind of parallels her realm. Okay, so all fairy shepherds, shepherdesses, uh, stuff like that. And I was like, I just don't really know how I'm going to make this work. I actually looked up the word because I was thinking, well, maybe it means something else, too. You know how a lot of times these words and you don't even know it, they mean yeah. something else. So I was kind of hoping for like a second meaning, and that could be fun. Um, but I didn't find anything. Oh, sorry. That's my baby. <laughs> Romy is very excited about approach. <laughs> well, I love that, though, because at first you were like, I don't want to write about a brooch. <laughs> And then you decided anyway to try to implement some creativity with this, and you ended up having this huge epiphany. So I think that's a really cool mindset thing where you're like, I don't want to do this versus I'll do it anyway and just see what happens. And just that that effort, that small amount of effort that you put into it was like the, the thing, the thing that you needed. You are so, so right. 
and that's happened before. So I'm glad you mentioned that because that is that is definitely something. You know, you you may not want to put your time to something, but it might surprise you. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's so great. <laughs> so what about you? Tell me about your creative week. Okay, well, I wrote poetry and prepared this exercise for our workshop, so that's pretty exciting, and I, um, oh, I'm i also taking a writing course right now, and I've been having a bit of a hard time writing fiction during the whole quarantine thing, and honestly, fiction is something that's so dear to my heart, but it's really hard for me to finish, so it takes me a really long time to finish something that's fiction, so I decided to take this writing course. I'm very excited about this course. I'll let you guys know how it goes, but that's something that's been creative that I've been doing. And uh, finally, this week, I did a content edit and a line edit for a website. And it was not a freelance thing. It was something for my full-time job, but I did uh, four program pages and the homepage, a content edit and a line edit with that. Oh, that's so exciting. It was kind of fun. (laughs) It's one of those things where you just got to make sure that everything is consistent and that it all has the same type of content in it and it shares the same message, you know, like that the the message and the theme is consistent over everything. And it was a lot of work, but it was good. That's so cool. I'm glad you got to do that. I've had a lot of experience doing that over the years and it's, it's a challenge, but it really is fun. It is. It's a challenge, too, not being able to have a printer because I don't have a printer at my home. So I can't print it out and then do it on paper, which is how I thrive with edits. So I had to uh, just kind of substitute the way that I normally do it and find a, a good way to do it on the screen. And, uh, you know, at the end of it, I think that I came up with a little bit of a you know, process for that. And that the results are good. So I'm pleased. That's awesome. For the first bit of this workshop, guys, if everybody is going to be working with us, that would be so awesome. If you are going to work this workshop with us, you're going to need a piece of paper or a notebook, a pencil or a pen. So just something to handwrite with and a scratch piece of paper. Okay. And exhibit A and exhibit B. So (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) So that's all you're going to need for this for the first minute or two. Joy, I just want to take a second to just do some like deep breathing and just kind of get your mind on. Actually, I'd like for you to get your mind on nothing right now because we have these days uh, that are just chopped full of things to do. From the time that we wake up until like now, this is just another item on the calendar, you know? So I kind of want to just take a moment to just breathe in deep, breathe out, and be present where we are. And that's a huge thing about poetry, by the way, is like letting your mind clear so you can um, transfer what's going on in your brain to the paper. So just a big, deep breath in. And a big deep breath out. If this feels a little woo-woo, it's not. It's just life. You got to breathe in the good, breathe out the bad, you know? Okay. Are your shoulders loose? You feeling good? Goosey, goosey. <laughs> yeah, that actually made my back pop. 
So you, I've got oh, wow. tension and stuff in my back. So the deep breaths in kind of helps me straighten my back and then bring it down, you know. So it's a good thing. It's a good place to start. And if you're doing this on your own, maybe you don't want to do it with this and you just want to listen to the instructions, that's so fine. Um, but before you give it a shot, just kind of sit there. Take about 30 seconds to just breathe in and breathe out. Try not to think about anything before you pick up your pen and do this process, okay? All right, Joy, are you ready? I am so ready. Okay. I haven't named this. It's actually not mine to name, though. This, ex this exercise came from, I guess, about two or three years ago when we went to the Mississippi Book Festival. We went to a poetry panel, and this exercise came from one of the poets on the poetry panel, and I cannot remember his name right now. But it intrigued me, and I wrote it down, and I've remembered it all of these years. And then I was on Instagram during the quarantine. This was a few weeks ago, probably two weeks ago. And I saw that Rupi Kaur was going to do an Instagram workshop. And I just happened to be there. It was a few minutes to starting. And this was her second workshop. She had done one the week before. I'd missed that one, but she just went over quickly what the instructions were for that week, and it was this exercise, and I thought, hmm. <laughs> so I was reintroduced to this exercise, and we were planning for this workshop, and I just felt like this would be a good place to start because it's not too strenuous emotionally. It doesn't have to be. It can be, but it doesn't have to be. <laughs> And, uh, and also because it's fun. It's just a fun thing to do. Okay. So our first thing that we are going to do, you're going to choose a word, Joy. Okay. Any word. It could be apple. It could be bed. It could be snow. It could be daughter. It could be a person. It could be a place. Or thing. <laughs> wow. Any word. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. It helps if you feel feel passionately or strongly about the word. Okay. I think the word's like. And I'll give you a moment to find your word. All right. I think I have it. Okay. Great. Can I tell you or what do I do? <laughs> In a moment. In a okay. moment. Okay. Is it a noun? It is. Okay, good. I think a noun will help too. So what I'd like for you to do is write your word in the, in your, on your scrap paper in the middle of your paper. Okay. Okay. You ready? Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, I'm going to set a timer for one minute. Okay. That's not very long. No. <laughs> now I'm worried. <laughs> During that one minute, I want you, what, and this is actually kind of like mind mapping, so brainstorming. So you draw a circle around your word and just draw some lines out. Okay. Oh, I love and this. During during this one minute, you are going to write down every word that you can think of that your brain says relates to this word. Okay. It, it doesn't matter. Don't censor yourself. If you can't find the link immediately, doesn't matter. 
you know, just any word that your brain tells you to write down, you just write down. Okay? Okay. Are you ready? I am ready. And go. before the timer went off. I wrote it down. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> awesome. Okay, Joy, can you tell us your word? Yes, my word is light. Oh, I like that. Can you tell us the words that you wrote around light? Okay, so some of these kind of surprised me, but I just, I did what you said and I jotted them down. All right. Sparkle, shine, stars, moon, family, Comfort, place, friends, peace, truth, home, hope, tranquility, good, sun, night, Milky Way. Okay. Okay. Those are all wonderful words, by the way. And you write quickly because that's a lot of words as well. So the next thing that we're going to do, can you... Do you have another piece of paper? Mm -hmm. I do. Okay. So if you don't have another piece of paper, um, you can write directly on it. And actually, I wrote my first draft on my brain mapping. But you don't have to. I just like to be able to see the words that are around it. Okay. And don't hate me. But <laughs> you're going to write a poem, but you cannot use any of the words what? that you just brain mapped. <laughs> Well, I was having fun. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Now that I've got the plot twist open, let me tell you why, okay? Okay. This exercise is to get you to think past the cliches. And also, I want you to think past your known world. This makes you dig deeper into your thoughts, into your beliefs, and into your feelings. So... That's why we are doing this exercise. Does that make you feel any better? <laughs> I'm not sure yet. <laughs> Ask me in a few minutes. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give you a second um, to kind of see if you can find a place to start off. Now, remember, this is just a draft. This is not the final. Okay. So now that we've gotten all of the surface level stuff out of the way now you can actually start writing about light and how you feel deep down inside about it um what's cool about this too whenever i was writing the poem off of my brain map i could see categories of the words that that popped up look at your words 
that are around there and see if any of them kind of have a theme or if they are, if there's categories, if they can fit into the same category. Can you yeah. do that for a moment? Yeah, actually, I see that. Um, yeah. Because I started out and I was thinking of like some adjectives that kind of go along with my noun. Then, for whatever reason, I started thinking of, you know, family and friends and home and like those kinds of things for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Then, so I have that category and then actual things that produce light. And mm -hmm. then a whole other category of I, my mind started going to the good versus evil. So like mm -hmm. you think light as good <clears throat> versus the evil. And then I almost started going to antonyms, but. Yeah. Well, since you didn't, you could probably use some interesting antonyms to show light in your poem. So that's an option for you. Mm -hmm. Another option, too, is to pick one of the themes that you have circled or, you know, that you've conglomerated. So you had like the celestial idea with the moon and the stars and the sparkling and that sort of thing. Um, that could be like actual physical Milky Way space kind of stuff. Or you could think about the creator of light or, you know, there's a lot of stuff that you can go with there. And then you've got family and friends and good and that sort of thing. So that is stuff that is bringing light into your world. Um, that is what I can do to get you started. So we're going to give you a few minutes and see what you can do on your own. Okay. And now, in writing the poetry, like setting up the the poem mm -hmm. like do I have parameters like does it need to rhyme not rhyme like syllables like what's what's the deal let's see how your mind works like, like let's okay. see what structure your brain or your creativity wants to put the poem into okay. um mine normally don't rhyme mm -hmm. um and I I if you do normally rhyme I'd like to see you try not to rhyme uh rhyme can sometimes be a crutch for us whenever we're trying to figure out what's going to happen in the next line and you've got the word rule well what rhymes with rule uh school rule you know <laughs> and then you're like oh I can use cruel like food and then I can talk about you know so that that is your um that's your left brain trying to figure out the poem we want to give your right brain a shot so uh, let's uh let's try not to rhyme just because we, we want to remove any kind of crutches that we can give ourselves. That's exactly why we took all of these words out of option. So. Gotcha. <laughs> and, all right. Oh, does the main word, can I use the main word? Does it need to be? No, you cannot use the main word. You can't use that either. Okay. Gotcha. No. Okay. <laughs> Taking it all out, girl. But this is going to be good, though. You're, I have a feeling that you are going to rise to the challenge just like you rose to the challenge with the word brooch this week. <laughs> all right. You're awesome. All right. all right, everyone. If you are writing with us, then go ahead and push pause on the episode. Give yourself some time to write a poem, a, a draft about your word, and then come back, and we'll talk about it. What I want to see is you challenging yourself and feeling good about challenging yourself. It's not necessarily about what comes out. It's about make, building up confidence in writing poetry too. So I'm, I'm glad you feel good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Um, would you like to share? You don't have to, but would you like to share? Sure. Okay. Um, so, 
So we've heard the, can you remind us of the word and also of the words that you could not use? <laughs> yeah. And I was just thinking, I, I don't think I used any of the words. So I guess you guys listen to make sure <laughs> <clears throat> it was, that was kind of challenging, honestly, but I did what you said. And actually a few of the words that I started to write that I mm -hmm. had put down, I was like, no, I can't use that. And so then it, it spurred me to think of other things. So that yeah. was kind of cool. So my word was light. And the words that I wrote around it were sparkle, moon, shine, stars, place, truth, family, comfort, right, friends, home, peace, hope, tranquility, night, sun, good, and Milky Way. I did not use Milky Way. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me want a candy bar. I know. Me too. That's like my favorite. Okay. So now we are going to hear the poem that came out of the exercise. Okay. Fill me up. Spill me out. Drive me. Push me. Make me bright. Transcend the here. Converge the now with not yet. Glimmer, shimmer, darkness, falling, come over me, rise under me, press me in, force me out, rise, you, halt, you, hold, be true, be you, be me, be us, grasp, cling, embrace, then fling, Spread it wide, fill them up, spill this out, drive them, push them, make them bright. Transcend the here, converge the now, with right now. I have chill bumps. Aww. <laughs> I have chill bumps. Okay, Joy, do, will you tell everybody what your history is with poetry? I think that I grew up with poetry, so it's always been part of my life. It's always been something that I've listened to or I've read or I've had read to me from very early on, of course. I think many people can say that. I mean, who didn't grow up with Mother Goose and stuff like that? Um, but I also started writing poetry at a young age just through school, you know, write haikus, write, you know, this, write that, those kinds of things. Uh, my mother loved poetry. She loved to write poetry and things like that. And so she gave me that love as well. And But it's really mostly something that I've only done in journaling or typically when I write a poem, it's during a difficult time. And that's just the way that it comes out. And then the other thing is typically I am very old school, I guess you'd say, where it's like, the words rhyme, there's there's some sort of rhyme scheme, I count syllables, like I have to make it fit into that. I, I let my left brain take over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this was definitely different. <laughs> so have you ever written anything like this before or is this something like yeah, I have. how you have written this? I, I have, like, and I like to, like some of the things that I've done before where I'm not doing the rhyming thing is... I do different things with lines or with words that I slant if I'm typing it um, or, I mean, you know, writing it. With so a structure on the page. Though. Yeah, structure on the page, like something like that. Um, like the way that 
the, the first and second stanza, I ended up doing them again, but slightly differently. That's something mm-hmm. I've done before too. And I, I don't know. I like that. I, I do. I like, I liked that as well. It's like, first of all, change me and now change other people. Mm-hmm. And what's cool about that too, is that I didn't really know if you I didn't know you were talking about light, but it was definitely something that was transformative. Like I knew you were talking about something that was transformative with, you know, where first you were transformed and you um, came out a better a version of you. And now you wanted to share that with other people. So I love that. And also whenever you're doing this and if you share this poem with other people, a lot of the times you can put light as your title. And so they have this image in their head about what, you know, what you're really talking about, but then here's this poem that is just something different, you know? So very cool. I'm impressed. I really am. And, uh, and that was an excellent poem. And also that's your draft too. So if you go back and you decide to change a few things, add a new stanza, take something away, that is totally up to you. So you definitely get to do that. You have the option. It is yours. <laughs> so Don't feel like you have to stick to these, these rules, by the way, so stringently. Um, if after you do the exercise, you, you need, you in your revision, you need one of those words, I'd venture to say that you never do. But, you know, I hate to put the word never onto things. So um, if by chance when you're in revision and you just have, you just need one of those words that you've written down, go ahead and snag it, put it in your, in your poem. But I love this exercise because it's also a practice in show, don't tell. So don't tell me that you like light. Show me how it's transformed you. That is exactly what you've done. And I think you did a brilliant job. Thank you. This was a lot of fun. Thank you for doing this. No problem. Um, I have the word that I chose was husband. So I did a person. So this will be kind of cool because you chose something that's kind of amorphous and intangible. And I chose a person. I've done a draft and I've revised it a little bit too. I'll be honest with you. Um, So I don't want you to think that it just came out like that, you know? So uh, the, the word I chose was husband and I have these words around it. Protector, mighty, partner, lover, friend, man. Choice, love, home, couch, bed, provider. So those are the words that I encircled. And I cannot use those words, which are all great words, right? You know, what is a husband? He's a protector. He's a partner. He's a provider. Oh, that was alliterative. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We do like alliteration. (laughs) It's true. So whenever I started out with my poem, I did the same thing that you did as I grouped my words into kind of categories. And I was looking at that and I was like, wow, this is actually, if I'm writing a poem about expressing how important my husband is to me and and just how we are together, then I could actually use this as an outline. So though I can't use those words, I can use the idea of those words is an outline. So as I read, maybe try to see if you can pick out some of those words. Husband, he whispered a laugh and I heard him, tilted my chin toward the sound. 
soon after or long after sometime after his calloused hands built a wall around us with hidden doorways for our friends family and well-meaning strangers but we were the center it's magic you see how we stand beside each other and a little behind each other perfectly positioned to slip a hand in the small of each other's backs when the other tries to escape truth, abandon fate. But also our fingers brush as we laugh at the colts learning to walk and the kids hopping puddles. Others might have tried to meet me toe to toe, but I've forgotten their names. He is the one I choose every first breath of the morning. And when I must travel beyond my precious world, I'm always happy to return, whether I skip or crawl. So that's what this this exercise brought. And that was one draft and one revision. So there's that. So you could you could see how he protects me by building the wall. Um, he's mighty. He's got those big calloused hands. He's my partner. He stands beside me. And he also gives me courage to follow my path. Um, he's a friend and we laugh together and he's my choice. And I did use choose, but I did not use choice. So. <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. <laughs> one, one little letter, but yeah. I was like, yes, I didn't use it. <laughs> Um, there was a moment where I put love in there and I was like, oh crap, I've got to figure out a different way. And that was cool too, because when I saw that I had, had written the word love, I was like, nope, nope, wait. And in revision, I was able to rethink how I was going to express love without saying the word. We as poets need to try to find another way to express things. So maybe somebody who's had a bad experience with love can relate to your expression of it and kind of cling to those emotions that you share, that commonality. So Joy, do you think that you'll do this again? Oh, definitely. I really enjoyed this. I could see it in your eyes. You wanted to just chop my head off for a second. <laughs> maybe a little. <laughs> You're like, I worked so hard for these words. <laughs> and look, I got 20,000. <laughs> <laughs> it all worked out well <laughs> didn't it didn't it now I don't know if you would have gotten you that poem like that particular poem if you would not have given this exercise you're all don't censor, censor yourself guys don't think oh I really like that word I'm gonna keep it I'm not gonna write it down on my mind map so I can use it later in my poem don't trick yourself man that's like cutting your feet off and trying to walk no no allow your allow your brain to figure it out and challenge yourself a little bit more. I think it's fear that censors us whenever we're trying to do exercises like this and and you want to come out with something good just to feel good about yourself. No, man, it's not in it's not in the censorship and it's not trying to come up with something that's good. It's allowing yourself to let go of all of those boundaries and that fear that we put on ourselves and say, you know what, I'm just going to give this everything. I'm going to use the special pen. I am going to pull out that gold gilded journal. I'm going to give this everything and, and, and it's special. So. Love it. And, you know, another thing about doing something like this, um, some sort of a little prompt or something where you give yourself a time limit and you have to do something, it stirs your creative juices. So 
if I were wanting to write prose, I could sit down and I could do this to kind of get my mind um, worked up and limbered, I guess you could say, mm -hmm. and then begin writing whatever I'm working on. I feel like that would be very helpful. Oh, that would be great. Like a, a, just a different way to journal mm -hmm. in, a, in some sort of way. You know, I just had this thought too. And sometimes as prose writers, we use a metaphor throughout the entire book mm -hmm. uh, about a particular theme or a character or something like that. So, um, for like Blue Lily, Lily Blue, Maggie Steve Otter, her metaphor throughout that book is a mirror. And it's actually mimicked in the title, Blue Lily, Lily Blue, see? And uh, so she had to find all different ways to incorporate mirrors in her book. So maybe you're having trouble with saying the same thing over and over again, how you express your metaphor in your book. And you end up writing that metaphor in the middle and drawing your lines out and then writing lines, you know, regarding that metaphor and not using those words. I definitely see where that would be so helpful. Yeah. You know, what would be cool too is that if you are trying to trad publish or even if you're self publishing, um, that would be excellent extra stuff for your readers and your fans. Yeah. Where you can be like, here's where I brain mapped this, and here's a poem that I wrote about it, and here's how I figured out how to, how I coaxed out of my creative brain this particular way to show this metaphor. So That's so neat. I love that. Yeah. Also, for any kind of visual artists, too, I feel like that would be an, an excellent way to kind of get a picture in your mind mm -hmm. of what you want to express visually by going through this and going through this process and figuring out the description and how all the neat things that you can do with it. That's a good point. Yeah. I think it's really important to do this with a pen and paper. I think that there is something that is sparking to our right brains about handwriting it down instead of typing it on a computer. If you're not feeling it, you can totally go back to the computer. But there is just something so textile about having that piece of paper, hearing it crumple as you're, the nib of your pen is crossing over it and feeling the relief of it all coming out. Well, how do you feel about handwriting? Do you feel the same way or, or do you, are you a I typer? Do. No, I a hundred percent feel the same way. Actually, I was going to say I had one of my words that came to me. I ended up scratching through it because mm -hmm. I wasn't sure if it really captured what I needed in that moment. If I had been typing, I probably would have just deleted it, but I kind of like the way that it looks scratched through on the page, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that that actually, makes that line and the following line stronger so yeah yeah absolutely and I find myself doing that too like in the first draft that I wrote here I have things that are scratched out that are written above little arrows pointing into and there were times where I actually didn't like the change that I made and I didn't realize it until after like minutes after and the thing about deleting on the computer is that it's gone like you don't remember what that was at that point in time but if you have just a line through it you can always go back and be like yeah yeah that suits that suits and and you have that option to go back but also there is something 
it kind of relieves the the idea that this has to be perfection with all of the scratches. It just makes it a little bit more human, in, in my opinion. And I am of the belief that it's the the pockmarks and the asymmetrical things, the the humanness of anything, a person or a thing, <laughs> that makes it. Uh, that gives it character, that gives it uniqueness and expression. So I'm all about that individualism. I feel, I, I just love this draft way more than I love a computer draft. But any way that you get your thoughts out, anyway, just get them out there. And it's time for the QWERTY challenge, wouldn't you say, Joy? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so you know that we want you to try this exercise if you didn't do this with us and see if you can inspire yourself to write a poem. Remember that this is only a draft. It can be revised. You don't have to keep every line you write, and you can even add lines to it after the draft is completed. This is your canvas, so just make it pretty, okay? <laughs> after you try this, um, did you discover something that surprised you? Are you happy with the results? Maybe you're not happy with the results, but can't you see the potential that you have in order to do this a little bit more and make it better and get those things out? Um, challenge yourself to think beyond the cliche to something deeper and more real this week. Oh, look at you going all deep. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> with a plot twist, tricky exercise. Okay, everyone, we're going to let you go, and I hope you have a wonderful, creative week. Have a great week. Okay, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening until the end. Seriously, you're a trooper. Do you think pretty writing life is the bomb? May, you just said the bomb. Don't you censor me. If you think Cordy Writing Life rocks ice for real, oh my word. please rate, review, and share us with others. If you have questions about this week's episode or want to start a conversation, you can reach us by visiting partywritinglife.podbean.com. We'll be back next week with more candid chats for you.